Welcome to the Chantal Hyde Canada's Dating Coach Podcast, where you'll learn to love and be loved. Come understand how powerful you are and share in our common experiences so that we can all grow together. Like Chantal loves to say, let's do this. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Sorry. Sorry for the delay. It's, uh, it's bedtime here at home, so uh, it's, uh, it's a little hectic. You are in New Brunswick. You're a little bit ahead of us here. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You are. I want to start this by talking about fandom because we have a mutual fan feeling for each other here. Yeah. Let me just start this one because I came across you a long time ago and I just realized that connection today. I saw this video series that you did where you, you were coming up to your wife and giving her hugs from behind. Yeah, yeah. And I loved that, and I so appreciated that. And then now you're popping up on my For You page again, all the time, and you're giving this awesome advice to men that I think is absolutely amazing. <laughs> and I love the fact that you are a man teaching men how to be men. So thank you. I appreciate that, I appreciate that. Yeah, so you say you've been following me for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, when um, I actually, it's it's funny because when I started uh, posting on TikTok, like I've had, uh, I've been on the app probably since the beginning of 2020, but I never really posted until August of 2020, and I was just kind of posting random stuff. I didn't really know what to post, and I came across this one guy who had one video of him hugging his wife from behind. And the audio that you hear in all those videos in my series, that's his voice. And it was funny because it came around a time where me and my wife were struggling. And I was looking for different ways to make our relationship better. Like we're having a really, really hard time. And my idea at first was, you know what? I'm going to give her a hug for 30 days, record it for 30 days, and then compile all the videos into one video and post it at the end of the 30 days. And after the first one, I was like, you know what? I'll I'll just post it. And then I said, you know what? I'll make it a series. And I, I, I challenged myself. It was really about you know keeping myself accountable to do it for 30 days straight it wasn't really i was taking the challenge really that's what it was i was i was really challenging myself and when i started posting i more and more relationship advice started popping up on my for you page and then you started popping up all the time right and i i <clears throat> I hopped on one of your live once and you were talking about Comeback Queen, I believe, one of your book, Comeback Queen. And you were talking to this girl who, who's having a hard time after a breakup. And it kind of resonated with me because I understood what my wife, we're not breaking up, but I understood what my wife was going through at that moment. And I was like, wow. So it helped me like popping up on your live and, you know, hearing you talk and having all these women 
in your in in the comment you know talking about what they're going through their experience their you know their perspective help me understand my wife's perspective right so i decided to follow you and to basically listen to what you were telling women and see how i could apply that in my relationship and kind of put myself in my wife's shoes and just try to make my relationship better that's really what it was about and i i i really i one thing i love about your advice is the accountability part for women to take charge of that happiness part right so that helped me kind of help my wife navigate that part where we're having that misunderstanding of how we are to be happy in that relationship right so you help my wife without knowing that you help her right i love that i love that how's your relationship now it's good it's good we haven't fought uh we literally don't fight anymore we don't fight we just we talk we talk things out yeah. we you know we're human so we still get emotional we still get mad and angry and stuff like that but we we know how to navigate that much better than we did you know 6 8 months ago so thank you uh, <laughs> you have no idea how happy that makes me i yeah. i live i live for couples being happy together yeah. like i really yeah. i take marriage seriously i take family seriously yeah. I, you know and when we can get to that place no fighting which we yeah. can if you know you are a generous long-term thinker she is a generous long-term thinker and and yeah. when you love each other when you have that state of mind and you love each other you absolutely can get to zero fights together and i'm so happy to hear that you guys have accomplished that and you were absolutely right we will still be human beings not fighting doesn't mean we're not going to have our moments yeah. of humanity our moments of being short stressed impatient but when the other person doesn't react to it it's not fire meeting fire yeah exactly it's it's we understand you know we stop making things so much about ourselves and understanding really you know walking in each other's shoe like we understand that we don't process stress the same way we understand that there's some there's certain things we don't handle the same way and we really just had to come to an understanding like a deep understanding that at the end of the day we were two completely different and separate human beings with different background uh di- different upbringings um i grew up in france she grew up in canada i uh, you know it's <clears throat> just so many differences that it is really hard to accept like it doesn't matter how much you love somebody you know when you were forged in a certain way for so many years like this is who you are right and the the i, I find the, the keys to coming to this acceptance 
you know, plateau where you understand <clears throat> we didn't fall in love because of our differences. So it doesn't make sense to keep focusing on that, right? So it, it just took a really long time. We've been together 10 years and it, it took 10 years. <laughs> it, took, it took 10 years. Yeah, I believe it. My husband and I fought for 10 years. Yeah. Um, now we haven't had a single fight in five years. And, and yeah. I really, I think meditation for that because meditation shrank the part of my brain that wanted to fight. Yeah. Do you do yeah, anything in terms of meditation? You know, not really. Um, I try, I always try to meditate to do a little bit of journaling and stuff like that. But I, I can't keep myself to, I can't bring myself to be consistent with it. Uh, but I guess, I don't know. I heard something, somebody said that meditation is in every day. So when you're walking, so maybe in that sense, I do, because I, mm -hmm. I think a lot. I, you know, I, I think a lot about things. I, I try to, you know, I try to resolve problems in my head and I, I can't do that if I'm not calm. So I need to calm myself down. Uh, so maybe I guess you, you could say in that way, you know, it's some sort of meditation. But what, what, what really helps me, it's really that being able to, you know, be in my bubble and think what happened, kind of take myself out of my, myself and try to look at things from a different perspective. So that, that's really what I do. Uh, I wish I, I wish I did more meditation, uh, and I wish I was more consistent with it because you know I, I it was last year I was diagnosed with uh, uh, anxiety and panic order disorder, um, uh, <clears throat> and panic attack disorder. Sorry, and so that would help me a lot. Um, but also because I know I have, I have anxiety and, and, you know, I have random episodes of panic attack. I have to be able to somehow control that. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly in that mindset to try to keep myself as peaceful as possible, to try to avoid any negative thoughts, anything that would trigger my anxiety, anything that would trigger my panic attacks. So on a daily, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm kind of in this constant, you know, state of mind where I have to be, it has to be peaceful because I don't want to be anxious. I don't want those, I, 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 those panic attacks, they're ridiculous. Like they, it's like, I'm, I can't breathe. I'm hyperventilating. It's, and it feels like I'm going to die. So I'm, I really have to control that, right? Um, and, you know, the meds don't help that much because it's triggers, right? right. Uh, and, and I understand that I can control those triggers if, if I can control what's in there. Um, mm. So in that sense, I want to say maybe, I mean, <laughs> I'm constantly meditating, uh, but also not really. Right. But you are though, like, like you, you actually are. Um, 
I, I do that too, the, the constant meditation. Like first thing in the morning before my feet hit the ground, I'm realigning my thoughts and making my thoughts consciously focus on what I actually want rather than just letting create themselves. Yeah. And that is a meditation right yeah. there. That's, and that's manifestation too. I can actually give you an advanced anxiety reduction technique that's used by Navy SEALs if you want. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of box breathing? Nope. So, uh, you know, I have a YouTube channel and on my channel, I have a let's meditate playlist and there is a track on there that's a, about a 10 minute tutorial taught by an ex Navy SEAL who actually teaches people how to pass the Navy SEAL test. And the technique he's teaching calms your, your nervous system in essence. So your brain and your body communicate to each other. And so your brain goes into an anxious thought and your body has an anxious response, right? You feel it on a physical level. So mm -hmm. what you do with box breathing is you're literally massaging your nervous system inside your chest. And because you're massaging it, it's sending a signal up to your brain. Everything is fine relax. So I really encourage you to go watch it, but in essence, and I, like, go watch it and go do the tutorial with him. But in essence, what you're doing is you're, you're drawing in your breath deeply to the count of four seconds. You're holding it to the count of four seconds. You're exhaling to the count of four seconds, and then you're holding again to the count of four seconds. And then you repeat that. So it creates a box with your breathing. And you are literally massaging your chest on the inside and it slows down your heart rate. It slows down your breathing. And that sends a signal to your brain that you are relaxed and it helps you relax faster. Nice. Nice. I, I, I never heard of that, but that, you know, that makes complete sense to me because you, I, one thing I find that when I'm having those anxious moment is breathing, you know, yeah. and, 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 being an, an ex-athlete too, I remember when you get tired and you want your brain to keep going, you kind of sit down, breathe for a moment, let it, you know, breathe it in, let it out. And then, so that, that, that makes complete sense to me. Uh, but, and I definitely will go and check that out because, you know, I've been trying everything under the sun to, to uh, and it doesn't work all the time, obviously, you know, sometimes life gets overwhelming, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely willing to, to, to try anything, but uh, that, that sounds super interesting. I definitely will to go, to go and check it out. Nice. Good, good, good. So, um, I saw one of your TikToks recently. <laughs> Yeah. And it was um, what is it, two truths and a lie. Yeah. So there yeah. was born and raised in Canada, speak three languages. I'm a big fan of Will Smith. And I think yeah. I just figured it out because you said yeah. that you were in France. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you're a fan of Will Smith. Big fan. I got big, a question for fan. you. I got a question. Yeah. A while back, Will and Jada broke up. Yeah. And Jada had what was called a situationship. Yeah. What do you think of that? What do you think of, what do you, like, what did you think of that? What was your impression of that? Wait, give me one second before you answer. I got a dog that yeah. wants to come in my office real bad. Hold yeah, on. No reason. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. My, my little Charlie. 
Hi, come I, on, I baby. A, I have a big one. She's right behind me there. I have a Kent Corso. I can't take her on my lap. <laughs> 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 but um, first of all, I thought that was very brave of them because with all the rumors that we've ever heard about Will and Jada, there's nothing really that ever came to light that way this situation came about, right? So, you know, it was very public and I thought that was very brave of them to address that together mm -hmm. and show that togetherness in public. Um, so that what, what the first thing that struck me was that togetherness. I don't know how you can go through something with, you know, such turbulences publicly and still be, still have that unshakable foundation, which they displayed with, you know, just so beautifully when you know when they pound each other on that red table talk you can see the pain but you can also see that that foundation nothing can break it um so that's the first thing that struck me now when it comes to the relationship um i hate i hate the the term break mm -hmm. i hate when people say we we're taking a break because to me I don't know what it means right. it could mean anything are we still together uh can we go and see other people what are we doing it's to me I find that very confusing so the way I took it was that they were broken up mm -hmm. and in that sense there's they didn't owe anything to each other if they if beside respect because I, I think that that's respect it's nothing that it's some people say that respect is earned I don't believe that I believe that respect is owed uh I believe that you owe respect to people um regardless of how respectful people are i think that by nature if you're good somebody bad shouldn't make you bad you know um so i you know I, i believe they didn't owe anything to each other i just thought that was really unfortunate with who it happened which who seemed to be somebody you know very close to the family uh, you know um and how publicly it was, how public it became. So that's, you know, that's the other thing. But I really, at the end of the day, if they were broken up, I really believe they didn't owe anything to each other beside respect. And if there was anything that wasn't respectful in that situationship, then maybe that's a different conversation. But what Jada did, was she wrong? I don't believe so. Could could she have, you know, be could she have been more thoughtful in terms of, you know, caring about Will's feelings and 
the family too, because you know, if he's a family friend, uh, I think everyone is kind of impacted in in a certain way. Uh, but yeah, that's what I believe. I think I'm 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 pro people working out their problems. Right. I'm pro. I'm I'm all for that. I believe there's nothing that cannot be fixed if there's the will to do so. Um, and not having the will to do so is not necessarily wrong. People get tired to fight. Sometimes you don't want to fight anymore. Sometimes you want to try. And I think that's okay. Right. Uh, but I'm pro people working out their problems. And they're my favorite couple in the world after my parents. So I'm, I was happy they worked things out. Um, I was just really, you know, as a man walking in Will's shoes, a younger man, a friend, a friend of the family, how public it became that I'm, I can't imagine how painful that is, right. you know, mm-hmm. but in terms of the facts, as I know them, I may not know them, you know, as correctly as I should, but. I don't think she owed anything to Will if they were broken up, if it's yeah. not respect. That's, that's, that's my takeaway from this whole situation. Um, and I believe, you know, I believe people go through that every day. Uh, I'm just, I just don't, I just think it's Will and Jada and it's, it was big and it was public and it's, oh my God, the Hollywood couple, you know, but you know, I can think of a few people in, in my life that I know that it happened to the same thing happened. And I, I, and I think, like I, like I said earlier, when, why people get hurt often is when there's this uncertainty of what is going on. Are we broken up or is this a break? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's why I don't like that. I don't like the break the concept of being in the break. There's too many uncertainties. There's too many unknown things that are not said. Unless, you know, you guys, people talk to each other before the break, can do this, can do that, should do this, should do that. But even to that, what does it mean? If you don't want me around, you don't want to be with me in this moment what do we owe to each other is it fair to is it fair you know to you that i restrain you but still not want to be with you at that particular moment of time it doesn't make sense to me so that's exactly what i say i i get a lot of people asking me that pretty much daily and the answer my answer is it's not fair to say to someone, I don't want to be with you, but I don't want you to be with anybody else. Yep. It's, that's how I feel too. Yeah. That's how I feel too. And here's another question that I get, and I'm curious what your take would be on this as a man. Um, Because sometimes, you know, a couple will, will take a break and clearly, you know, even they acknowledge it's a breakup. We were not together, but my we got back together, but I'm having trouble dealing with the fact that while we were not together, they were with someone else. How would you 
take that? Like, would you have, you know, for, for some people, it's a forgiveness thing. Um, how would that impact you? So, like I said, if, 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 if it's clear that we're broken up, she didn't owe me anything. But I can tell you personally, I will still be very hurt in a lot of pain if we got back together knowing that. And it's very hypocritical because, you know, if she, got, if she was with somebody else, the chances that I was with somebody else are high too. Right. You know, yeah. but somehow, and I'm talking very personally here. I'm not making this as a general statement. I know I had a hard time accepting my wife's past and she doesn't have that much of a past. And right. I'm really, I'm her first boyfriend and we're married now. So it's, she really that like, and I had a hard time accepting that. I had, and I think it's, it's, it has nothing to do with anything that makes sense. Could it be ego? Yes. Could be ego. It could be ego. The thought of, just the think of, the, the thought of an, another man being around and being as close to her as I, as I, you know, possibly was. The thought alone, like just thinking about it right now bothers me. You know what I mean? But I do, Women go through it too, by the way. Yeah. Women very much go through that. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's, it has to do with the fact that, you know, we are possessive. Mm -hmm. And, and, and uh, there's ego. We get jealous. I think it's a mix of that. I don't think it's because, like I said, the, what really makes sense is my wife, before I met her, didn't owe me anything. So me being mad at anything she did before I met her doesn't make any sense. Can I explain so, this in an evolutionary way? Because it seems sure. to me that there, there has to be some evolutionary psychology to this because it's so yeah. common, right? And whenever something seems to be so common, um, I, I always say, what is the evolutionary purpose? Why am I jealous at just imagining my husband being with another one? Why are you jealous at just imagining your wife being with another yeah. man? And I, I want to use the words resource guarding. Yeah. So for you guys, you want to guard what will create your DNA? When you and your wife make a baby together, that is your DNA inside her body. That is your DNA that will come out and be born into this world and continue on. And you are very protective of your DNA. And back in caveman days, you would die for your DNA. You would go out, you would get the big game. You would protect your wife and your child against predators, against anybody like invading tribes. And, and so there was, there was certain like, there was a guardianship of the partner that you chose. And for us females, it's this is the one who's going to help me survive. This is the one who's going to bring more food. This is the one who's going to protect me from predators. So for us, a guardianship, a protectiveness of the resource that helps us survive. Yeah, that makes, that makes complete sense to me, actually. That makes a lot of sense because nothing else does in terms of right. why this would be like that. You know, nothing else does. 
being jealous to me there's nothing that you could you could explain why are you jealous nothing happened why are you jealous why well i saw you talking to him and then what there's nothing i don't see anything concrete that could explain that except maybe something that is deeply anchored in our psychology and and you know the resource guarding theory to me would be something that could definitely explain that because i you know i've been asking myself that question why like why do i feel that way because we know that you know thoughts become things right so it's like you're thinking of something and you're thinking about it so much that it almost become reality so yes. you can you can physically you can smell the guy around your wife you can see his hands his hair you can see what he looks like and to me it just doesn't make sense how this thought just becomes this whole thing mm. that makes you jealous and right. a, a thing that has never happened a thing that is completely made up it's fictional you know it's you see your a guy looking at your wife and all of a sudden you make you make up all the scenarios in your head i don't i don't understand what would trigger that besides something that is you know like you said deeply anchored in our psychology um but yeah i find it's me personally i know i'm like that i get jealous um i don't get extremely jealous you know i do believe my wife is beautiful and my 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 train of thought is if i think she's beautiful other guys do too that's my only train of thought so i'm like the way i look at my wife i'm sure i'm not the only guy looking at her that way and but the way i kind of counter that is at the end of the day she's my wife so i don't have mm. to worry about anything um but it's true that you know you see a guy giving a look instead of being proud because this is your wife you're going to be like hey man like you know you keep your eyes off you know what i mean but um yeah it's 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 strange it's 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 really strange i find we are interesting creatures and you know and i i divide us into three parts the biological body the logical mind the spiritual connections and i always i always have to explain the spiritual connection so you know exactly what i'm talking about it's that moment when you think about somebody and then a minute later you get a text message from them that's yep. the spiritual connections and the biological body is designed to procreate it has instincts in order to ensure survival of the species and i think this this territorial feeling that we have towards our partner to the point where you know it's it sparks the imagination of like i don't like the idea of them being with other people that that's something our biological body incites in us in order to create a protectiveness mm -hmm. towards our partner but lucky for us we also have the logical mind so that we can assess what is reality versus imagination and continue on in a calm fashion yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah makes sense i really like the way you 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 uh you're able to cuz i find a lot of people have a hard time um understanding 
certain things that happen you know you're able to put this into word very simply um <clears throat> and i find not everybody's able to do that and i think that's probably why you know what on those first slides it was easy and a lot of women probably follow you because i find it's, it's easy to understand there's no you know there's no extremely complicated concept although you're still able to bring bring some science as to backing up you know why this could be or why this isn't or why this is um so i really find i, I really find your ways really interesting and uh no that's i i think what you're saying is is is, is spot on in terms of those connection you know the body the the mind and, and and the spirit because you can clearly see those things happening on a daily right you can clearly see like have those conflict between your mind and your body at time and having your logical your logical mind take over keep your body in check yeah. and it's you have those instinct those feelings you know those gut feelings i'm i'm big on i follow my instinct like probably nobody else and right. in 31 years of life they never let me down so i trust them 100 percent um so no i think i think you're spot on in the way you you know you're able to break things down um about relationships because a lot of things i'm unfortunately my dad has always told me you only learn in two ways through pain or through experience right uh i had to learn through pain you mm. know going through those moments with my wife and it's it's now that i'm starting to understand and even being able to put certain things into words right uh it's hard i find it's hard to be in a healthy relationship without being able to understand and put those things into words those feelings into words those situations into words and being able to discuss that with your significant other because a lot of times there are things that affect couples they don't even realize mm -hmm. um and uh and it's great to have people like you out there and having a platform like tiktok you know really pushing those type of advice uh and even when i since i started tiktok is a funny thing because there's nothing i've done intentionally on tiktok um i people always send me dm and ask me for relationship advice and my disclaimer is always I am not an expert. I'm just a guy who has a lot of experience. So I can I can tell you, I can give you advice based on what I know, but it doesn't mean it's going to apply. Uh, but I do think that although it's my personal experience, my personal experience is not that um, exclusive. I think a lot of people are going through the same uh certain you know in one way or another so i do feel like a lot of people are able to relate because literally everything i put in the series is things i've learned in the 10 years of relationship i've had with my wife there's nothing i i don't really read books not a big reader 
and if I read books, there's you they're usually business books. Uh and I skim through them to look for the important part. I'm I'm a visual learner, so it's it's literally I've I've had to learn in a lot of pain uh everything that I'm sharing now. And I'm actually really happy to see that it resonates and that you know I'm able to 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 help some people in certain ways you know helping some people understand certain things um my kids have taught me so much about my relationship about being a dad um about being a parent just just about being a you know a, a good person um so i i find that i'm I'm really glad i'm able to share that and it, it resonates with people because i honestly didn't think okay i'm gonna start this series and people are gonna love it right. i didn't you know it was i saw the what really happened is the, the, there's this the, certain people on the platform doing the same type of series but it's more in a making fun calling out type you know and i'm not like that um so my thought was i'm gonna try to do something positive something that you know people will see okay like what is he gonna say and then see it's only positive stuff um and so that was my thought and i'm I'm really glad it caught on and people want to see more uh and and you know i have i've had so so many people so some of them i don't even know what to say i might just you know refer them to you because it's mostly it's mostly ladies girls and you mostly women uh i'm going through this and i'm going through that and you know i'm glad it resonates and i'm right. you know pe- pe- people are are able to see things or you know see advice that they may not get one thing i know about myself i'm really blessed both my parents are pediatricians so i grew up in the family of people who think we're able to explain things uh break things down you know i grew up with extremely good values so I'm, I'm i'm lucky in that sense where a lot of things were taught to me early but never really came to understanding until I went through the experience. You know, I remember my mom telling me how, how I have to respect women the same way I respect my sisters and this and that. And, and, and unfortunately, not we don't all have that luck yeah. to grow up with grounded parents who are, uh, who are, hard and stern on good values i think your daughter is obviously going to grow up with really well-grounded parents and i for one definitely appreciate what you're doing i want to wrap this up because i know people only listen for so long when it comes to a podcast but i i i i really hope you keep going keep dancing keep teaching (laughs) Keep teaching. I love your style. I love how you're doing this. And I love those glimpses that I get of your family. And I love the happiness that I see. I love what you've created. I'm very proud of the fact that you turned your relationship around and you you made it better. And you are now on this, what I call the love train, which is 
know, the, the no fighting, the no fighting yeah. phase is such a beautiful level to ascend to. It is, it is because it, you know, nothing is worth fighting about anymore. There's nothing. It's okay. We'll talk about it. And we'll, yes. because you fight when you feel, when you feel like you need to defend yourself and you need to defend yourself when you're not on the same team. We yeah. realize now that we're on the same team. We, we don't need to defend ourselves again, ourselves against each other. It's us against everything else. And, such and, a beautiful lesson. And, and I, I, I really wish to every couple that's going to listen to this to, you know, to, to give it a try, to give it a try, whatever they're going through. I really believe there's nothing that you can work and I'm, re I'm, I'm not going to go into my personal life, but I, I've worked through hell and back with my wife and we're the happiest. We have two beautiful kids. Uh, we're happy. That's like, we're happy. It's, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I'm never going to be happy. It, we're happy. And yeah. happiness is a choice. So it's, yeah. all, you know, it's, you know, I really hope I can be a, a living example. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, especially for younger people, because I, I find a, a lot of young people don't these days. They don't trust. They don't believe anymore. And I, I hope I can be an example of why people need to trust and believe and work hard. I think we need a whole new set of leaders. And I like that there. I like that there's TikTok because a lot of people are coming to TikTok to learn. And I, I really love that there are people like us who are turning it into a teaching platform. Yeah. And not telling, we're showing, and that's yeah. what counts. Yeah, for sure. Actions over words. All, all the time. Doesn't matter what they yeah. say. What matters is what they do. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate Thank this. So I really much. appreciate your time. Say hello to your beautiful wife for me. Will do. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, it's, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. I can't even believe I'm here talking to you right now. It's, I'm, I'm a fan. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. I'll talk to you soon, Jonathan. All right. Sounds good. Thanks Bye. again. Have a good one.